Welcome back to the Infinite Canvas Podcast. Uh, I did not write the part where I was supposed to introduce myself in the intro, so I'm John Venegas. On this beautiful February 19th morning... Okay, so it just occurred to me that it's actually February 25th, and that's not good. So I might have timed editing this just a bit off. I went camping over last weekend and, like a dummy, didn't have time to edit the audio for this episode, which is doubly even worse because we have a guest today and we're doing a great first impression with our first guest, uh, Mr. Joseph Fisher, who will reintroduce himself in the episode proper, who owns his own personal brand, a study and expression, which you can find on YouTube, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and uh, other places probably. He's a local musician of the Arlington, Texas area, and uh, does shows every once in a while, so keep track of him and catch a show if you're ever down here. Him being a talented musical artist, I felt obligated to put some of his music in this episode, but I only picked one of his songs with the title Lapis Lazuli, but if you're familiar with his work, you'll recognize that song when it pops up. We'll be rolling out with another Spectrum Files episode before the next proper arc, but before we do that, please make sure to check out our next episode, which comes out on March 11th, where we return to the fantasy storytelling game of Once Upon a Time with uh, Infinite Adventures cast members Donovan Riney and Justin Tran. You know those goofballs from the other podcasts we do where we play Dungeons and Dragons. And I, I know just uh, not Justin. I know that David absolutely hates it when I call it that because it's actually Pathfinder. But you know what? I don't care. It's fine. It's fun. Enough of my rambling. On to today's episode. Spectrum Files episode 10. What incarnation? set up I, oh yeah i'm just trying to finish like just i just need to add an intro and i'm done oh that's cool hey um so david um we're in the middle of a uh, recording right now and you're editing an episode of <laughs> the other what? podcast why would it no you just started it if you would have told me this like hey D- hey david i'm like recording right now then i would have stopped editing a long time ago you, you purposely did that Oh, God. Well, David, if this was... I know, it's just piss you off. If this was an episode of Infinite Adventures, I would be a good boy. But this is Infinite Canvas, and we haven't recorded in a long time, so this is how our shitty intros start. Hey, oh, shit, have you been recording? <laughs> no, I started recording at an indiscriminate time, which is the usual for this. Hey, everybody, was I talking? Infinite Canvas podcast. <laughs> no, you weren't. Uh, David was. Did you guys read my chat? We can totally read your uh, chat that's in the um, non-audio portion of our podcast. I'm helping. <laughs> Octorock goes talk, talk, talk. The Octorock looks at the clock that goes tick, tock. The Octorock wears a sock and makes small talk as the clock goes tick, tock. Great use of your musical prowess there, Joseph. Right? I'm a genius. (laughs) Ah! I just realized, fuck, Joseph's here. Hello. Hello. You're not part of this show, but you've been invited today. Tell us a little bit about, uh, let me guide you with this a little bit. Um, (laughs) study and expression. Um, this is a shameless plug for a good four, four minutes, let's say. Four minutes. I don't know. That's I'm I'm just shooting for like if you ramble. I don't think you're the rambling type. That's me. Uh, I I generally ramble, but whenever I hang out with you, 
you ramble, so I balance out my rambling to yours. And it's mostly just talking when we hang out for like six hours on end, and then we forget that we were supposed to play Super Smash Bros. <laughs> it works out, though. We learn something about ourselves. But, yeah, you did one of our album covers. Oh, yeah, that's right. I drew one of the uh, Panic! at the Disco uh, cover covers. Yeah, it was my brother and I. Uh, we were working on a secret project also for Star, which we'll, I guess, announce later on. I, I don't even think David knows about it. I don't realize it. Whoa, really? I'm glad <laughs> that you said that it's a secret, because I was just going to start spouting about it. <laughs> I'd like to announce it when it's at least halfway done. <laughs> that's fair. I will stay quiet about the project. What else we got? Oh, you uh, do music and stuff. We were going to put some of your music in Infinite Adventures, but I definitely will be putting some in um, in Infinite Canvas because yeah. the next the next arc actually has a same the same name as one of your songs, and I really like feel obligated to put it in there. <laughs> Wait, which song is this? Uh, it's uh, I might as well say it. it's called Scarlet Fever. Oh, okay, so yeah. it's not the one I'm going to be using. By the way, I am planning on using one of them. Sadly, that episode is not going to come out anytime soon, but it will be one of them. And if you want to hear the music beforehand, lovely listeners, handsome, beautiful listeners, you can find it at studyandexpression.bandcamp.com, or you can look up my name in Scarlet Fever, and you might run into a dead guy who died of Scarlet Fever. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's it's a conversation starter. Was, was the song based off of that person? No, but... um. I originally wrote the tune in, like, 11th grade, and then it evolved over the span of, like, four or something years, and then we recorded the first version that came out a couple years ago, and, like, right after we published it, it was, uh, the spring college semester right in finals week, so, you know, you know how college goes, and I was at my parents' house eating dinner one day, I usually wasn't there, because I stayed in, like, student living, but my mom was looking at me, and she's a doctor, and she was like, you have scarlet fever. You have, like, a rash all over yourself. And I was like, that's a thing still? I This isn't something that, like, stopped existing in 1880. You can still get this disease. Am I going to be bedridden for three years and have to write, uh, like, a journal entry about my solitary confinement? But no, you just take, like, antibiotics and sleep for a couple days and then you're... Slightly less scarlet fever. Uh, tangent here. When that wasn't a tangent? To... No, no, no. This is a tangent of a tangent. This is normal for the show. Um... <laughs> you can't go too deep into this. <laughs> this is the last tangent that I'm going to start uh, rolling into it. You, you, you mentioned that scarlet fever is a disease that still exists. Like, it's an archaic disease that somehow still continues to this day. But, like, do you ever wonder, like, modern diseases, how long they had to have existed before we discovered them? Like, AIDS? Or, like... Uh, insert disease that we don't even know about yet that is killing people like that's some weird existential shit right there didn't aids like don't we know how that one started not discrediting the rest of what you're saying but i feel like that one we know what happened yeah but yeah. it's like it transformed from another disease didn't it i mean it didn't originally affect humans yeah that is interesting Man, it's weird it's so weird it's like a Neil deGrasse Tyson, in this one thing I heard him talking about, was talking about how we're likely to not get an infection from a tree, but maybe after a certain point, as viruses evolve, they travel bet subspecies or between species like that over a really long course of time. Maybe. I don't know. The world's out to kill us. That is true, just like in today's episode, perhaps. <laughs> Joseph is a guest on this show, and so um, we ha I kind of had to uh, run some things with him prior to this. So he has a little bit of foreknowledge that the other two guys don't have. 
and a lot of knowledge, or and I still lack a lot of knowledge that you have. So uh, that is true, and there is some stuff in this episode that the three of y'all don't have knowledge of too. What? <gasps> I have to have all the answers. <laughs> if you have all the answers, then where's the fun of the mystery? So I'm just gonna start getting into it. You guys can interrupt me if um, this sounds contradictory to James and or Allison's characters. So if you hear an abrupt stop, that is what that is. <laughs> it's been a whole month since the null incident from uh, Blank Slate, Doctor Thorne. In his new robotic form, has been busy, uh, having meetings in a secret, perhaps with auditors of sorts. But, James and Allison, you are aware that Thorne is working on something big. Uh, he's keeping it a secret from you at the very moment, but he's, to put it lightly, very excited. Uh, James, uh, you've been keeping up a bit with uh, some of the younger heroes from the past session, uh, maintaining contact with Jesus, Mary, and Tony, which are uh, Vape Lord, uh, Merry Christmas, and... Uh, I was going to say Tony Maloney, but that's his real name uh crowbar <laughs> to an extent uh as mary tends to do she has uh given you some old spectrum equipment uh this time a receiver which lets you pick up on uh just basic uh police waves and also just chatter from other spectrum heroes it's a bit beat up but you still you know you still get information when you need it um since there have been less heroes out and about the uh police and uh the government kind of lets you all do what you need to do at the moment until they kind of get everything resolved and settled out legally allison uh, last we heard from you, you said that you were kind of iffy about sticking around. So this has been kind of bogging down on you a bit. You're kind of wish-washy about this. You don't really know if you want to stay in Dallas anymore or if you want to get out there. You feel like you've still got a little, you've still got some time to kind of think about this. Allison, you're currently deep in meditation. You're getting rest via your sleeping spell that um, so that you had that you used to uh, help yourself uh, get to sleep. Uh, but then you get a message. Is it ASMR? It's yes. It, it is a ASMR. <laughs> oh! How did, you, how did you know? How did you know? My secret's out. Damn it! Shit! This is infinite canvas. It's just a the ASMR is just of Don vaping. It's just like every mo every moment that we caught Don vaping, I just put it on a loop. <laughs> I, I think we've only ever had Don Don's vaping sound in an episode of proper once, and it was a sound effect for fucking Vape Lord. Um, <laughs> and even then, it was only that one time. <laughs> uh, Allison, you are getting a message right now. Uh, you have been alerted by James that there is a disturbance. What's up? I'm checking my phone. Okay, so I'm gonna stop this for a moment here. Allison is checking her phone. I got a, you said I got a message. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> my phone. You've been alerted by James. There's a disturbance in the Dallas Arboretum, aka the Botanical Gardens. Nice. I mean, not nice, but I like that place. <laughs> Tangent really quick. A little fun fact about me. I worked at the Dallas Arboretum. Did you? Yeah, I did. This is where I somehow got allergies. Uh, who knew working around flowers can, like, really oh, no. stuff up your nose? I didn't yeah. know that. The worst three months of my life. Not working there. Mostly because I was I was working outside, and I never suffer from allergies, but I could not breathe out there. That's weird. Yeah. I thought you would have gotten more used to it the longer you were there. No, it got, I, I'm pretty sure the flowers were out to get me, because I was getting worse and worse by the day. That sucks. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You think that if you have allergies, 
that the way to solve the problem would be to be overexposed to the thing that your body is trying to tell you that it's trying to kill you. No, 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 what I mean. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what God, Kids, if you're allergic to peanut butter, just smother peanut butter on your <laughs> That will fix everything. But we here in Canvas do not condone this. This does if... not constitute legal advice or life advice. <laughs> this is don't do superhero stuff in binders. Should have said are... that in episode one. If you are mildly allergic to something, though, it is better to be exposed to it every once in a while than to completely diminish it, because then you completely lose it, and like whenever you run into it again. I'm, I promise that's a real thing. I'm not trying to mess with you. It's like whenever you break your arm. And then after it heals, you re-break it, so that way it heals better. Okay, so... Okay, I believe you up until you say you break the arm again. <laughs> My mom's a doctor, dude, I got this. I, okay. I, stu I studied music, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> By the way, this is, uh, we're trying to slowly sneak in our new podcast, Health 101. <laughs> we'll be starting pretty soon, guys. So we're just slowly easing into it. You forgot the negative there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. You can continue. Oh, you're good. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Joseph's not sorry because his character hasn't been introduced yet. In a moment of almost scary coincidence, you, you guys both arrive uh, to the uh, botanical gardens at the same time. James, you, you you probably had a bit of a head start. Maybe took the dart train to get there because you don't really have a mode of transport at the moment. Allison, you live a yeah. bit you you live a bit closer, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, in Blink Slate, you used your telekinetic powers to kind of levitate. Is do you do you do that? Like, can you do that? I don't know. It can. Is is this possible in this world? Yes, I'm gonna say yes. Like, there's no nothing. I'm not gonna fucking like try to restrict you on how your powers grow. We just had a good, we had a good basis for like how your powers were at the beginning of the series. Like, mm -hmm. I let like I will definitely let Ellison's powers grow. I will say. I think I'll just drive there. Holy shit! There's no buildings <laughs> around uh, that area, and I'm kind of—I kind of know this because again, I work there. So there's like no buildings there to help me out, and I think it'll look very strange to have a um, young adult flying through the sky like in a weird uh, magic jet, you know, purple mist, like just. <laughs> flying over. I, I think that would kind of Attract cause some people's um, nah. anxiety. You know? I, I don't know. That's just me. So I, I think I'll just call an Uber or... You could left. upload a hilarious cat meme. That way whenever you fly up, everyone will be looking at Instagram. Like, have you seen this cat? Oh, so Look I at the toe beans! That, that the general MO is to show... Go there in civilian clothes and change on site, like in an alley or a porta potty or whatever you do. But now I'm just imagining like riding the dart train in full costume. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and is going there in full costume. Like people walk by and they just kind of look and you just kind of like wave at them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, at least it's not your shitty costume that you started off with. It's that really cool, like almost Roman looking one. I, I saw that. You guys arrive to the gardens. From the distance, you guys see like this big. It kind of looks like a cabbage, like the way that the trees and uh, flowers, bushes, and vines kind of just like created a dome around the 66-acre field. I know that sounds really, really big. I don't really know how that looks, but in comic book land, I guess anything is possible. The gardens nor that would normally just kind of span the entirety of this beautiful and large expanse of land have uh, been quite perverted. 
as in, God damn it, I wrote the word as in like the act like the um like like the classical definition and I didn't realize that it had a second meaning. We understood what you meant, and if you hadn't have done such careful defensive clarifying, you probably would have been all good. That's what happens when you yeah, say that was good with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now somebody has to make a joke about deflowering. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was too far. That's too far. Oh, that clap is probably too loud. <laughs> That's too loud. <laughs> Why are uh, we clapping? Uh, quick question. Yes. I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. No, you're good. Uh, I just want to set this in stone because I don't want the same issue we had uh, in the past. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> this is daytime. Can I know... <laughs> <laughs> it's been a month since that, the last episode. That was episode. my question. What time is Day. this? It's daytime. Like, it's daytime. Yearly time. It's is been this? a month. It's okay. spring. I, I don't even remember what I'm gonna season just, we I'm were gonna in say, last, We were we were episode. in the spring semester of school. The last time we were we said this this arc takes place in the spring semester of school. It has been a month after that, so it's well, I'll say it's like April. April flowers bring May showers. There we go. April flowers. It's April. Okay. It's April in this universe right now. It looks, the arboretum, by the way, looks very beautiful in during April. Exactly. But you say that, but it's been turned into this dark jungle of sorts. As you as you guys uh, run in there, you guys are, uh, I guess uh, Allison has already kind of like flipped on her costume, uh, hit the brooch that's on her neck. She Her her costume kind of pops out and circles her really quickly. I forgot I had that. Yeah, you forgot about that, didn't you? forgot about that. Yeah, you got this cool transformation that would look really cool visually, but I have no way of describing it auditorially. Uh, <laughs> man, this podcast is great. <laughs> As, uh, you know how when Flash runs really quick and then activates his ring and it, like, throws a costume up in front of him, then he changes really fast? Yeah, cooler than like that. that. <laughs> With the exception of changing really fast. There will be a fan animation. Let the fans yeah. animate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of the Flash thing, have you guys, like, so Superman can see fast, right? Debatable. Yeah. Uh, he perceives better, yes. So wouldn't he be able to see the Flash change? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, everybody's just, like, he's just changing, and everybody else is just kind of watching him. Like, but, like, no, not watching, but, like, everybody else is kind of doing their thing, and he's changing. And if y'all have seen Justice League, he's just kind of, like, awkwardly changing. He looks off to the side and Superman's just like staring at him. <laughs> but he's too polite to say anything. He's like, oh, uh, you didn't, didn't know that. Su- Superman uses uh, uses the phone box, or not phone box, phone booth because he's not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you guys are running towards the entrance of the place, which seems to be the only accessible uh, way inside, you see some people running out and you just hear people going, My kids are still in there! Help! Somebody! There are people trapped in there! You guys, uh, the two of you all enter in and the area gets darker. Small patches of sunlight come in, giving you a very limited view of the jungle that now exists in Dallas. As you enter completely into the, arbor- uh, into the arboretum, the entrance behind you grows shut as some thick rose bushes close it off. Uh, beneath your feet grow four bulbs. These bulbs grow very quickly as they sprout up, each one with a different flower on it. One's a daisy, one's a tulip, one a rose, and one a carnation. These bulbs continue to grow very fast, and out from the ground sprout four small bulbous animated, like, bush tree things? Allison, with your limited understanding of magic, from things that your father left behind, maybe through some of his old books, you you see that these might be mandrakes. James, you, you kind of consider the same thing, considering you know a lot of random facts about history, but they seem to be a bit more Pikmin-like for your taste, considering you are a, uh, 
teenager, you, you probably uh, associate that with that. They have hollow glowing eyes and a lack of nose and mouth. A single large flower in their hand on their head. Three of these mandrakes immediately start running towards you uh, as they were just literally born into existence. The fourth, what does the fourth one do? Uh, what are you guys doing? What? <laughs> I am surprised. It's like I didn't see this coming. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. What kind of, well, no. I, you I didn't thought, know what I, I thought. Mean. I thought that he was going to be the boss. Oh, <laughs> wait, is he asking? So, is for he a bit to of us or the mandrakes that ran at us? Yeah, Where did they run years. away? Um, there's wait, three mandrakes attacking Allison and James. The fourth mandrake stay, uh, stays behind and he's, he's questioning what is going on. Talking to us or your friend? Oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> what's a friend? Oh. oh. But I turn to James. Uh, you know what's going on here? I know that we're being attacked by wood things, tree, bush, bush, bushmen. Uh, how tall are these things? I'm gonna just go off a limb here and say two- God damn it, bu- God, uh, two feet tall. <laughs> I made a butt! Uh... <laughs> They're just running at you. Are they, like, short enough that we could just casually outwalk them? Could we just, like, walk in circles while we talk with the last one? Yeah, Absolutely. they're short. <laughs> and they're short. Uh, everyone knows uh, the only thing that's short are, like, dwarves. And dwarves are not good at running. So I'm pretty sure they're taking a while to actually get to us. Uh, I conjure up, like, a few little rocks and sticks under their feet just to trip them. Uh, if one of them gets to me, I try to do the, the tall person, short person thing where you hold your hand <laughs> on their head. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I trip them and goes, um, you, can you, like, call off your friends here? Uh, I look like them. What are you guys doing? <laughs> why are you, why are you running at those, not, uh, us? Not us. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you were gonna answer that for us. They're, they're not good conversation, I guess. <laughs> Is this the actual voices they're using? Oh, God. Um, look, you seem like a, a nice guy. Well, thanks. And again, I'm conjuring up, like, little, small little magic walls just to push them back while I'm having this conversation. They're kind of, like, like scratching and crawling, but you keep on, like, warding them off. I'm going to stand up and start, like, walking towards a pretty bush, but I'm still listening. Oh, God. Hey, hey oh. Uh, please do not walk away. What? Oh, We're sorry. Still talking. Oh, I was um, listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is, is this you? Are, are you doing this? Did you summon these guys? Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it was my mom. Your mom. Yeah. That does your mom know that she's potentially hurting a lot of people? Uh, probably. I don't know. Why don't you ask her? Can you take us there safely? She's that big thing. As he points up, you see like far off in the distance what appears to be like a giant carnation with just like uh, streams of thorn vines just kind of like streaming down from him. Hi, mom! Oh, she can't see you. That's my mom. You can't oh. see her either. She's in, she's presumably inside that carnation. I know she's there. I know she's there. Is this creating like a dome over? Yeah, there's like a giant dome around y'all, and as y'all entered in, the thing closed behind y'all. So I don't want to hurt these things since uh, one of them is uh, being very friendly. I, I really don't want to kill these things. We should look for where the restrooms are. <laughs> make sure no one's in there, and then lock them in there. 
What's a restroom? Oh my god. Oh god. Right, um, plants plants don't do that. No, um no. why is it so dark? Um, that, that, look, we do not know anything. We we just got here. We we oh. so many. Oh, we know a lot of things, so just not about this. Look, can you like call these little guys overs? Maybe they won't listen to you. They're not listening to us. Uh hey dudes, what are you doing? Stop it. That's not cool. They just kind of continue to growl at you, and as you, as they notice that... That's not cool. Uh, if I see that it's not working, uh, I create, like, a little cage around them, and I try to see if I can find, like, a building somewhere. Like that uh, restroom? Like a party or something I could throw them in. I like, I like, uh, <laughs> I like James's idea of a restroom, and you're just like, <laughs> fucking porta potty <laughs> uh, I will humor. I will humor James's idea that there is a restroom, so you don't degrade these poor innocent creatures. <laughs> so I, I pick them up. I throw them in the restroom if I am able to. Hold, hold on. Is anyone in there? <laughs> you hear no response. <laughs> okay, good. I gesture for James to open the door. What are you yeah. guys doing? We'll, look, we'll, we'll get we'll get to you in a minute. And I throw. I don't the like rest how that sounds. Little, uh, bush, bushmen in there, and then I I put a magic lock on the door. I chat the door to to lock. So what? Are, so the three of y'all are together now for this. So what's up? There's no, there's no sunlight in there. That might be bad for them. Well, I mean, if they really cared about their safety, they wouldn't attack the first people they see. For us, it's probably aren't the worst. Are you guys gonna hurt my mommy? Probably. Uh. uh Wait, if we do, are you gonna stop it? I mean, should I? Pref- I don't preferably, know. we wouldn't hurt anyone, but like... Look, we're just gonna have a talk with her. Okay. And see if she would like to stop doing whatever she's doing. Uh, it looks like she... Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, before we go that way, Allison, do you, do you have like a people sense? Because there was someone who said people were still in here. Um, no, I can probably try to see if I can hear people. Um, I can get into people's minds, so I can try to sense their emotions. And so I levitate up halfway, so I'm not, like, completely touching whatever kind of ceiling this thing is creating. And I start trying to see if I can find any human mind around. What's a human? Wait, we didn't say human. Oh, uh, he didn't say that in character. (laughs) Oh, I was. Shit, I didn't. Guy yeah, can, no, it's not character. Oh well, oh, I, it's a pleasure to make first contact. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You say this now when you already have an alien friend back in base? <laughs> That's a fair point. No, I thought you said that wasn't in character. Oh, I thought you said this is first contact. <laughs> yeah, no. If if he said what's a human, but it wasn't in character, we are oh. making well, probably not first contact. He's probably met other people. <laughs> you have so, met other people, uh, right? What if uh, if he says what's a people? I am gonna throw him. <laughs> what's I will throw you. Um. Yep. So do I sense anyone? Yeah. Um. You should roll unleash your powers. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. I'll roll this is a dice out. game. I forgot about that. <laughs> so I put a d20, right? No, That's no, no, the 2d6. Your 2d6. Plus your, what is 20. it, 3? Natural 20, guys. That is 
freak, right? Yeah, it should be freak. Yeah. To my knowledge. I got an eight. Uh, on a seven to nine, you can mark a condition, or I can just tell you how this effect is unstable or temporary. Well, you were trying to do something that was instantaneous, so it's faint. You can tell there's people. There's not a lot of them, but they're that uh, they're pretty close to that giant bulb up there. Uh, they're not up in the air. They're on the ground, but they're pretty close, and you see that that thing is pretty unstable. I fly back down, and I inform James, Hey, I couldn't really tell, but I, I think there is a, at least a, I think a small group of people towards that big ball of whatever that is. I guess we'll, uh, we should run over there. Wait, but... What are we gonna do about that that thing, that guy? I, I presume they're pointing at you, bud. What? By the way, you seem a little bit different from the other guys. Do you have a name? Uh, nope. Nope. Or is that your name? Uh, well, I got these flower buds. Oh, what kind of flower was All it? All right, flower. <laughs> Just get the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna call you Tulip. What did you say? <laughs> his, his name is Tulip. Oh, he has a carnation on his head. Oh, here's a fun thing. I don't know what a carnation is. So I'm going to play that Allison also doesn't know the difference between the flowers. So, I mean, she only knows what a rose is. Oh, <laughs> no, that, that no... what is a carnation was actually me Googling what a carnation was. She's confused. She doesn't know what the different types of flowers are. So she thinks that whatever's on this guy is a tulip. So well, his name is tulip. Carnations are more rose-like than they are tulip-like, so... I like Tulip. Tulip 2 flower, because we have to make the Discworld reference. <laughs> so, uh, Tulip, are you safe? Like, Well, I thought I was Tulip. <laughs> Holy crap. Where are you guys going? Let's go. I want to go somewhere. Alright, well that answers the second question. <laughs> Alright, well, we're going to go save some people and possibly stop your mom. Uh... Uh, I hope you don't hurt her. But, okay. Let's talk. Let's figure it out. It'll be cool. <laughs> Where are your leaves? I'm gonna point out my fingernails. <laughs> oh. They're so small. And hard. Are they dead? They're not green. Uh. <laughs> I cast a few little uh, constructs that make it look like leaves. And he goes like, there, here, here's, some, here's my leaves. <laughs> Can we? Let's just go now. Whoa. I assumed we were talking while we were running. It's like, yes. <laughs> presumably Tulip doesn't need to breathe. I'm perfectly in shape, and you aren't really running. <laughs> That's true. So we we run towards whatever the bulb is. Ho- hopefully Tulip can keep up. Uh, I mean, I guess he's just kind of like stumbling around back there. I don't, I, I'm, I'll catch up. It's fine. <laughs> just keep going. Do, do you want one of us to carry you? Did you? Oh, no, don't do that. Don't entice them. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I, I got... Walking's hard. You guys are tall or something. Um, I don't want to, like, break up y'all's uh, momentum here, but uh, why do J- why do James and Allison believe that this creature is just... <laughs> why, why are they humoring him and just bringing him along? I That was not the plan. I just figured <laughs> he was going to follow us no matter what. I, I believe in the best in people. <laughs> he's not, not a people. You, so. He's a he's a plant thing. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Hold the phone here. <laughs> he's people. He's just not your kind of people. Oh my! Oh 
my god. You're gonna say Nelly isn't a person either. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Same kind of different as people. <laughs> uh, if we're like a good far away distance from Tulip, I stop and tell James, hey, you know we can't trust this little guy, even though he is a little bit different from the other one. You gotta make sure to keep an eye on him. Uh, Where'd you guys go? <laughs> I'll catch up. Don't worry. <laughs> Hey David, this isn't the Infinite Adventures show. Like I haven't, to- I haven't told him in secret that he's the villain. Um, uh, I just want to make I'm... sure. <laughs> it's like when I told Justin he's gonna be a double. I swear to God, he is. This is like, like, like I'm one of the I'm one of the players in this goddamn show, and I have a conspiracy theory that what that either Justin or Don is a doppelganger. You haven't told me. <laughs> Anyways, but, uh... tangent. And then John was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. I tell James, you know, you gotta keep an eye, eye on him. I'm gonna yell at him and say, hey, what are your goals, actually? Like, do, do you need to always help your mom? Are you, do you need to collect people? What's going on? You need to collect people? Uh, I'm gonna roll Pierce the Mask. Are we rolling? No, just him. Just him. Uh, oh, wait, you're piercing the mask of a, of a player character, so do they roll back? Can, can you pierce the mask of a player character, actually? You should be able to, because, like, they can... Oh, bluff check. No. It just says, see the person underneath. Yeah, I mean, on the other stuff, it does tell you when it does affect players, so um, I'm gonna say that this should be able to work. Are you gonna answer truthfully or not? I rolled an 8 plus 1 for mundane, uh, so I'm asking, what are you really planning? <laughs> What are you really planning? What job are you looking forward to have when you leave high school and graduate from college? <laughs> what's, your, what's your intended major? Uh, how many kids will you are planning on having? Oh, God. That might be too much planning. Uh, I mean, I was just born. You can't ask me about my college plans. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, a child in middle-class America? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> ah! <laughs> No college, just comedian. <laughs> so what, I studied, like, university studies or something? Ooh, low blow, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I studied university studies. <laughs> it did sound fun, in all fairness. Like, mm, It was a waste of a degree, I still stand by that. Uh. A lot of things are a waste of a degree. <laughs> At least you have a degree, John. At least I don't have a philosophy degree. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Martin has a thing about people who studied philosophy in college. By the time they're done, they just have no idea what anything is. They're like, what? Where am I? Who are you? I guess they're kind of my character. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. Um, as you guys with have that played... role, I think we can oh. assume that you're a... A you're... Yeah. <laughs> I look back at Allison. I think we can trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I look back at Shadow, sorry. Oh, God. Alright, uh, as you guys get closer to the, um... I wrote here, Carnation Tripod. Um, the giant... <laughs> the giant carnation that's in the sky that it's like... It, it's got, like, uh... I wrote Tripod, so I'm just gonna assume it's got three large vines that kind of just, like, pierce into the ground underneath. As you guys approach Carnation it, Tripod sounds like an indie band. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things. <laughs> All these specific things like that do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Carnation Tripod is actually my Florence and the Machines uh, cover band. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, at the base of the tripod, you guys see a group of uh, people. Immediately, as soon as you guys see them, you see that some of them have been knocked out. Some have what appear to be like broken appendages. Others have scratch and bite marks. 
But in this group, you see a younger adult Hispanic man who seems to be helping out these survivors. His family seems to have made it out of the uh, Arboretum when this attack was going on, but he continues to help those out. Uh, and you said there's a, a few other people are knocked out? Yeah, a few people are knocked out, but he seems to be trying to keep them stabilized. Um, as soon as I see that, I start... Oh, okay, I won't, I won't say panicking, but just start thinking, like, okay, they're knocked out. We're in a garden. Can it be something in the air, maybe? Was it, like, trauma? I don't know. So I just make a mask over my mouth and Jane's mouth. Breathable one, so you can still breathe. Just to, in case they were knocked out by any kind of air particle stuff. Okay. But if we can breathe through it... Well, and... it's like, it's a magical filter. <laughs> okay. He's, he's put a, uh, tra- uh, he, he's, he's put a, uh, an enchantment on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! I uh, a good old dude. mask of air breathing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got tulip, and then I was like, eh, "He's a plant thing. He can handle it." And I run <laughs> <up> to <laughs> the. <laughs> There's too much oxygen. <laughs> Help! I'm gonna drown. <laughs> I mean, plants can drown. I run up to this Hispanic. And ask for his name. Who are you? What are you doing? I don't know if you knew I was going to do this. Um, I can't do a good impression of him. But he goes, um, oh, hello, um, oh, glad to see that I have some help here. Hi, my name is Phil. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. You knew I was going to do that, didn't you? Hi, Phil. <laughs> Hi. Uh, he, uh, uh, this... <laughs> so, Wait, is Phil here? Yes. Phil? Are you here? Just in spirit, what's going on? Uh, Wait, what so, ha- uh, bre- breaking fiction for a second here. Uh, Phil is a good friend of ours who was a nurse in real life who actually appeared on this show in one of our older episodes. <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah, this is a fictionalized version of him that I am portraying. <laughs> By the way, Phil, hey, uh, you're listening to this. I uh, didn't consult you about this at all, so uh, this is your cameo in this. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the world, even in another world. <laughs> but no, seriously, nurses are really cool people, and they deserve our respect, so... This is a way of putting a real hero in this show, so there you go. Aww. Real heroes are the ones that wear the capes and masks. <laughs> uh, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> anyway! <laughs> no capes. <laughs> also true. Uh, so, I... Okay, I go, uh... Nice to meet you, Phil. What what happened here? Uh, well, once everything kind of just, like, started going batshit crazy around here... Um, some people got left behind, uh, and, well, everybody else was running out. I had to stay behind and, uh, tend to these that are, uh, kind of, and then he's, like, holding onto somebody's arm. He's, uh, they're just kind of, like, like, in shock. He's like, well, I've been trying to just keep them down. I, I, I've had a few people help me out, but it's not doing so great. Um, and he kind of points up to the giant carnations, like, whatever it is, it's, it's in there. Like, I really shouldn't be so close to this thing, but it's, it's kind of hard to get these people out of the way. Uh, who can we safely move? I don't, I don't have anything to, like, make a stretcher or anything. Oh, do we? Well, this is sad. I don't know if that's me as a character or just me, like, talking as a person, but this is sad. Um, not to goad you or anything, but, bud, hey, um, you have powers and abilities, too. You want to see if you want to deal with this in any way? Nope. <laughs> wow. Uh, can I try and pick somebody up? Sure. Okay. Uh, you, I'll pick up. You pick up that guy. You pick up one of like I don't know what you mean by that guy because like 
Um, we don't. I just, I'm half a Mac There's no visuals. Like not even for us, there are no visuals. So it's yeah. just pointing <laughs> over there. You point. I, I can't make this more clear to you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Joseph, I, I you're in another goddamn room. Did <laughs> he even like point out a uh, a person <laughs> that we could move? Well, hold on. Yeah, can I move that guy? Uh, you're pointing at a person, yes, you pick somebody up. Uh, with- Did it work? You're picking somebody up, and it's kind of weird, cause like, you- you're- you're- you're like a two foot tall plant man, and you seem to be picking this up- this person up with like, almost no problem whatsoever. I carry them over my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as he does that- Where am I going with this thing? Uh, oh, well, that's I a cast, person. I cast Not a, a thing. Spell. Okay. Awesome need to like encase the person he just grabbed in a box mm-hmm. and, and you cut him in three I pieces kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of <laughs> I kind of push Tulip aside because when he didn't tell me he was going to pick someone up and I just he... said keep an eye on him <laughs> he and more so or I less think... did say that he could he was going to pick someone up um well, no he just I mean he never said in character he was going to do it so I one think he's gonna hurt this person so i push him aside wow a little psych psychic blast what was that it's like whoa what are you doing uh, both if you need to be more gentle and then phil just kind of cuts and please don't hurt anybody yeah like we don't know the conditions of these people moving them could hurt them more oh i thought we were moving them yes to safety but we need to be more careful ah i drop uh, it no, no. <laughs> like I said, I had him in a magical box, so he's floating up in the air. All right, lesson number one: meat people are fragile, uh, Tulip. Oh, I was wondering where your bark was. We're made of meat. Meat. I turn back to Phil and I ask him to just point us to the ones who are the weakest, and we'll try to gingerly move them to a you know fun thing is i do know the arboretum does have little uh picnic areas where you can have um and also they leave inside the building they even have like a big house in there so if that is away from the big bulb thing you could take them in there sure uh i will say that you definitely can do that um thank you for using your knowledge of the actual real life place (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> get bonus points for that, right? Uh, yeah, you get a uh, you get a plus one on your next roll. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> actually, no, you get style points. You gain you influence use... over the arboretum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god! Uh, I did some reading, and when you get uh, when you actually use assess the situation uh, to do to learn something, and if you use that information, you can actually get a plus one on your rolls. Ooh, yeah, I forgot like completely because. I didn't actually pay attention, apparently. As you guys move that aside, uh, move people aside, you notice that the uh, carnation starts to kind of dip a bit, and the tripod uh, vines kind of, like, undulate a little bit. Towards us, or...? No, it's still off in the distance, but it starts to kind of undulate. Uh, Bud, you actually... Or Bud, I have, I have Bud written down in my notes, because that's why I, I couldn't just keep calling you plant person played by Joseph. Uh... <laughs> I like That's that name. That's a very long name. Uh, yeah, I know. It's super easy to remember. Uh, Tulip, uh, as everybody has been calling you, um, <laughs> you, it's a pleasant surprise when people start calling you a different thing than my notes say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as this uh, uh, thing starts moving around, you can kind of feel a little bit of a connection to it. This thing you keep calling your mom starts to kind of fluctuate a bit. You may not have felt 
something like this before, but you kind of just like fall to the ground for a moment. Oh. And you're a plant person, so I don't think you've ever felt whatever this is before. But you start. Uh, but uh, uh, Allison or James, you see, um, you see Tulip. His eyes searches like sprout. Uh, sap from it. Oh. Like tears? Well, well I mean, if sap comes out of something, some tree thing's hollow eyes, then sure, you can call them tears. Well, I mean, one, I don't know what sap is. Oh, God, tree. he's bleeding from like... his eyes. Oh. I guess it could be <laughs> One's like, he's, oh, he's crying, the other one's he's bleeding from his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he could have had an orgasm then. Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> no, no, not, on that... this, not on this show. <laughs> that that would have been a bunch of pollen. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I love how y'all didn't just go. Oh God, no! It's like oh, it could have been pollen <laughs> if it was. Well, he said, "Oh," and then this happens. Right. What, what can I do? Uh, hey, Tulip, are you are you okay? What's going on? That's my mom. What? It, I don't know she, what anything is, but I know that. Is she doing something to you? What? Are you, I don't know. Are you hurt? Line. <laughs> 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 And the first, the, my first guest on this show, and this is the first time I've ever, ever had somebody go, Line, he thinks this is scripted, but it's not. <laughs> oh man, you kept that in the script, Sean? <laughs> this is just layers upon layers. You know, we never, we don't roll the, we, we don't ever roll in front of each other, so we just write down what roles we're going to have before we start doing the show. Yes. I tell everybody what they're going to roll. <laughs> Tulip, you're a plant person. You've never felt sadness before, but this is what sadness feels like. That sucks. <laughs> That's not cool. Why am I sad? The uh, tripod Fix starts it. to actually move around towards y'all. Uh, Allison, I don't. So I've learned emotion. There's no such thing as a reflex save on here, so I'm just gonna say this happens as that tripod starts to uh, move towards y'all. The uh, ground beneath you starts to shake, and Allison, you. I don't know if you were hovering or not, but you kind of trip over. James, you're absolutely fine. Yep. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> balance. As all things should be. <laughs> I hope that power was worth it. It's my only power. <laughs> and James is none the wiser. <laughs> if during an earthquake... You move with the earth, so does it just seem like everyone else is just shaking for you? That's a good question. You know what Texas is not known for? <laughs> Earthquakes. It's <laughs> one of those things to think about. Have we been attacked by a mole man in the last, like, five years? I don't believe I have written that down in the history of this world, but that could change. I don't know. I, I get back up. I tell, hey, Tula, I need you to shake that off. What's Is there... Anything you can tell us? What's going on? What? Why is your mom here? Do you know anything? Uh, what? Okay, I'm gonna take that as a no. Uh, uh, am I supposed to know more information than I do? <laughs> are you asking me or them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just keep like, speaking to this person. Let's go talk to her. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the people are presumably safe now. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> you don't know that! You don't know oh, that! <laughs> I don't know that. I'm just kidding. John, you didn't deny it. <laughs> no, they're not dead. Phil's not dead. He's alive. <laughs> they're all dead. It's like, you feel the earth shake. Allison, you trip. The entire pavilion that we just put everyone under collapses. It's like, oh. I run back just to double check, just to make sure. Everyone looks good? Everyone's good? Phil, you're good? 
You're not dead yet? I mean, I think that guy still has a broken arm. He puts his hands back down on the guy with a broken arm. <laughs> I tell him, I heard if you break it again, it gets better. <laughs> Fact, he Mom's gives a you a very quizzical look. <laughs> Mom's a doctor. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we run back. He goes, fine, um... Tulip, do you know the way up there? I'm, we're gonna follow you. You, you, you take the lead. Okay. We walk that way. <laughs> so we follow Tulip. We go that way. Yeah. There is a giant like. Yeah. That way. That way. Uh, as you guys approach the uh, tripod. No, the other way. <laughs> oh wait, wrong <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you guys uh, go to the uh, nearest leg to you. It's a giant like uh, uh, like a vine kind of like encircled around in itself a bunch of vines there are so many goddamn thorns on it and this thing is pretty big it's like i didn't write this down i don't know why i didn't explain how big this thing was it's about the same thickness as like a uh let's say 10 by 10 room so it's like 10 feet in diameter <laughs> what i mean a 10 by 10 room right now this is the best reference i had works <laughs> 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 no, just like I, like I could just say it's ten feet, but uh, no, no, it's about the size of a ten by ten room. <laughs> uh, and as you guys approach it, uh, Bud, when I, whenever you get closer to it, it's it, it's thorns almost kind of like recede. Oh, sorry. Is it when he gets close to it, or when we all get? Oh, uh, just to when it? he gets close to it. But it's uh, large enough, kind of like aura around him, where it's like you could presumably assume that maybe it, uh, like it, it's got like a one person kind of like aura around it. So like maybe one other person could like crawl up with him, but not both of y'all. Uh, hey, uh, Tulip, could you hold the door? I guess go in there with the. <laughs> This isn't gonna, like, eat us, is it? What? I don't know. You wanna go talk to mom? <laughs> I mean, she's your mom, not my mom. Okay, I'm gonna go. And Okay, I run in, and if they follow me, they do. That's me telling you. Okay, I don't think I was descriptive enough about this. This is a- this giant vine goes up to the carnation that's up in the air. Oh. Yeah, so, so like, do I climb you, the vine? You would have to climb this thing, but as- but as I keep saying, but as Tulip would climb it, it kind of like parts. So like if um, if James wanted to go up there, he'd have to crawl along with uh, Tulip, or hold on to him, or have uh, or have uh, Tulip on his back or something in order to climb up. Allison, you can fucking just fly up there. I don't know. <laughs> Presumably, you could just do that. Wait, you said Tulip is about two feet. About two feet tall. I make a papoose. Is that what it's called? A what? <laughs> the what? That's what it's called, right? A papoose. Awesome. The thing you put in the baby in. I think so. A caboose? A yeah. carriage? No, no, the little, like, thing you can wrap around you. Oh, I don't know. It's like I'm a sandwich. Gonna... Okay, give me a minute. Hey, I Google. think it's a papoose. What's a papoose? That sounds like a Salvadorian food called a papoose. Yeah. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> If, if you're proving a point, I didn't get it. <laughs> what did it say it was? It's, it is an American word used to describe someone. I don't know what that is. If I just offended someone, I apologize. <laughs> oh, no. Oof. No, it's like a little a thing you uh, usually... I, I guess everyone wears them. But um, I know dads love to wear them. And it's just like a little strap thing you put on, uh, on you. I know what you're talking And about. you put the baby yeah. in the front. Yeah, no, like I know it what sits you're in front of you. talking about. I just didn't know those things had a name. Everything has a name, except for Tulip. Everything has a name. <laughs> um. no, so think about Tulip. You, you know how I called him a Bushman? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed we didn't end up calling him Jeb now. Oh, I'm not. Jeb Bushman. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb. So yeah, I, I make uh, I make one of those little papoose things, and uh, I I I instruct Tulip, hey, get in that. Why? Makes it easier for uh, for James to follow you. Well, you, you wouldn't really be following me at that point. <laughs> Why can't we just Yoda this? I love how Tulip just like has moments of lucidity where uh, he's just like, oh yeah, I'm a goof. It's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I walk up to him, I pick him up, and I put him in the little puppy. You're not going to hurt mom, right? Um, Is mom going to hurt no. us? Your mom going to hurt uh, us? Prob- may- probably not. Uh, then probably not. Okay, that's cool. The three of you guys make it up to the uh, top of the carnation, and there's like a second smaller garden that's been made up there. Pretty... Pretty what? Oh, just pretty... <laughs> It's a uh, much pretty, better. Pretty. It's much better kept than the uh, gu- than the obvious jungle that's been created around you. And off in the distance, in the little corner of your eye up there, you can see a young teenage girl. She's Hispanic, has long black hair, pink sweater, boots, and she's curled up on the surface of the carnation, just kind of sobbing very loudly and incoherently. You can tell she's saying something, but you can't exactly tell what she's saying. Because it's in Spanish? No, <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. I meant she's crying. Incor- like, you know, like when people cry and they're really sad, they just go... <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. Not that she's fucking crying in Spanish. <laughs> hey, Tulip, is that your mom? That's a person. Now you know what a person is. You told me. <laughs> uh, t- t- uh, Tula, by the way, that is uh, that is the uh, person that you you think is your mom. Uh, her name is uh, okay. You you oh, actually I do? yeah you do you recognize her? Um, you kind of instinctively because you didn't have this knowledge when you were created. You just assumed that this was your mother. You oh. know, out of like instinct, and you kind of know her name is Diana. Dirty Diana. <laughs> <laughs> do you say this in character or like yeah? Let's do that. <laughs> How do I know pop culture? <laughs> I run over awesome to mom. Character? So do you just um, like crawl off of James? <laughs> I used to my like. No, I use my I use my branch arms. I use my branch arms and I bust through the papoose. <laughs> I was gonna say you just use your super strength to just rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like slice through it with like a really sharp. No, no. branch. I have this wonderful mental image of, like, you doing the Superman shirt tear, but with the papoose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that one. I like that one better. Let's retcon that. Luckily, Power of the retcon. I wear, like, an infinity gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> That's my superpower. When, when I snap my fingers, half of this unedited podcast will disappear. I mean, that is true for the most part. Uh, I know. <laughs> I mean, the, it being as fast as a snap is not true. <laughs> I know, it takes like 13 goddamn hours in an episode for me. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> I'm helping. Alright, so you just yell out, uh, or do you guys do anything else? Uh, he said he was running over there, so I guess I'm gonna follow him. Is that correct, Tulip? You were running over there? Yeah. As you guys approach her, she sees that you guys are coming closer. You can see her eyes, they're bursting red uh, from all of her tears, and she scampers away from you. She holds a hand shaking up, and her hand very quickly, but sporadically, morphs into a vine. And this my this vine comes lunging at I wrote it down here the first person that approaches her so hey bud <laughs> you're about to take a powerful blow what uh, I'm gonna try and like dive him out of the way I will roll defend someone 
Okay. Um, so he's going to try to defend you first, and if he fails, you're going to have to roll and see if you can take a powerful blow. Uh, six plus savior, which if I remember correctly is still a three, so a nine. I believe I exposed myself to danger. That would be correct. Expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. How more can yep. you escalate it? I'm going to expose myself to danger, which probably means that who, I take who, the powerful blow. Who's danger? <laughs> Oh, hey, 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 hey. Ankily, Ankily is no longer combat commando. They expose themselves to no one. (laughs) 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 So it's just like a, look out! Just like, dive him out of the way. Alright, so I guess now I will take a powerful blow. Mm, Yeah, I wasn't expecting this. I honestly thought he was going to try to take it. Uh, No, he's not allowed to roll dice, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make him in a second. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I, I got dice. Hey, wait, see, I forgot my roll. dice. I've been using random.org. Oh, no, I rolled an oh. eight. Oh, no. Uh, on an eight, you choose one. You lash out verbally to provoke a teammate at a foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. Give ground or struggle past the pain. Uh, give ground isn't applicable here, really. I mean, I guess we could back off. I mean, you still got to do one of those three, though. Well, I'm not sure if give ground is applicable here or if... We just keep going forward, and I actually mark my first conditions. Like, I don't feel like they apply here very well. So, uh, I guess give ground. We're gonna back off. And your opposition gets an opportunity, so I guess that means she kind of breaks into lucidity for a moment. She kind of snaps for a second. Not literally, but she, like, kind of snaps back to reality for a second. And she looks, and she goes... She notices that she's uh, attempted to strike one of her little creations and ended up uh, hitting somebody else. What are you doing here? I just want to be alone. Okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) She's clearly hurting people by being here, so I hope that's not your answer to that. <laughs> Give me an option if you don't want to uh, Guys, should I like walk over to her again? Go for it. Okay, I keep walking over there. And uh, as you walk over uh, to her, she uh, notices uh, she she's actually kind of like paying attention now. Uh, hey, Ankly. And I wrote down in my notes Ankly and James. I meant to say Ankly and Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new power. Splits into multiple of me. <laughs> Like that episode of Danny Phantom, where he was Danny Phantom and Danny Phantom. She recognizes the two of you immediately, and she attempts to attack the both of y'all again. Uh, this time it's a little bit less, uh, a little less caught off guard. So, um, how do you guys react to this? Whoa, whoa, hold on, what? Yeah, she strikes you two with vines again. No, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Allison, do you respond in any way whatsoever? Respond in hell. Okay, if they're throwing vines, then can I? defend for both of them? Sure. Like, just say create a wall projection to block the vines if I can. Absolutely. Awesome. So do I, wait, do I do... Uh, Tulip was still supposed to roll for, uh, defend, or for take a powerful blow as well. Oh, shoot, really? Whoops. Yeah, it's apparently for PC threats, you, uh, give them a minus two to their roll for take a powerful blow. Oh, shit. Hey, but we're gonna wreck on this. Hey, bud, I want you to roll your 2d6 now. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, low numbers are good on this. What did you roll? A3. 3 minus 2 is 1. You made it. You mark a potential. Oh. <laughs> you get one experience point, essentially. Okay, take a powerful blow. Here, here's the thing. Take a powerful blow is the only one that's going to work like this. <laughs> well, that's good. It's like the reverse of everything, because it's basically me trying to hit you. Well, I'm glad that I got a... I got, I'm glad I got my low roll out of the way. Yeah. Cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> 
<laughs> because from what we've learned through history is that for every bad roll you do, you're gonna get a good one in the future. Because you're getting Ideal. all those ways. <laughs> Balance. Damn. Technically here, it says it still technically hits you. You don't dodge it. So, I mean, we can just oh. chalk that up to the fact that you're, you're a strong boy. You're a tough boy. I'm tough. I'm King Tough. <laughs> the band. <laughs> no, you're too low. Oh. By the way, am I gonna roll as a defend or unleash your power? Well, I would say unleash your power is considering you're technically defending two people because you're defending yourself and Inkly. I'll do that then. Well. Yeah. So these vines just come at you, and then you kind of like plop up these um these magic shields, and they kind of just like they kind of just hit these, and as they hit these shields, you just hear it go. Gah! Because her hand was a vine, and it just stopped. <laughs> oh, that is a lot better than what I was planning on doing. That's chopping the vine. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't do that. Because <laughs> those are oh. her hands. Um, the vines quickly morph back to her hands, and you see that her hands are just oh. like, red now. Oh, God. And purple. And she just kind of... Uh. <laughs> what? Shows you what kind of heroes you are. What kind of heroes do you think we are? You fucked up. That's not in-game, I just wanted you to know that I felt that way. <laughs> I just, uh, as you, uh, what was the last thing you told Ruben? Uh, what kind of heroes do you think we are? <laughs> the kind that don't care. The negligent ones. The ones that just let people die. You don't think I recognize you, but you were there when, <laughs> when my dad died. Y'all were, y'all... Y'all were just talking to this monster and just, you guys didn't, you weren't fast enough to get in there. In real life, I would have said, where were you at? But I don't want, I don't want to ask. Oh. <laughs> Plus two for character. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of the girl who was talking about her dad dying. Oh. That's what you just did. <laughs> just being productive over here, don't mind me. It's okay. <laughs> I saw you guys talking to that monster. You guys didn't do anything. You guys just... <laughs> I'm trying to recall, because you did go down the list of people that died. I listed a lot of characters you for you. Um, um, I went through... Um, I don't know. I'm going to name... I'm going to name... I'm going to name two. And I want you to try and guess which one is her dad. Okay. Card Spout and Druid. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Card spell, huh? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I ask, uh, I'll, I'll ask her, who was your father? <laughs> His name is Druid. Well, that's that's what you guys call him, but <laughs> my my dad's I call him, I just call him Dad, but his name is Florence Florencio, but he just. He was there that day, and he just, <laughs> you can kind of tell that she's having some sort of emotional breakdown from this. I was there, the, the crowd of people, but I couldn't do anything about it. I didn't even know I, I could do this. So yeah, um, for context for anybody who um, hasn't listened to this show in a long time, the um, uh, Reunion Tower was basically attacked by a giant alien mass that killed magic users on site. And, um, well, they were locked in there, and her dad was in there, so... I roll for a hug. That's actually a thing. Uh, comfort someone! Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comfort 
perimeter support. You were oh shit. Mundane's not one of your strong suits. Um. Oh wait, no. Meet your maker. Oh shit, that's right. You right. Can do that. Or thermodynamic let's, mirror. Okay, hold Those on. Are let's, let's see what your uh. What they say. Oh, you're a newborn, oh. of course. <laughs> Hello. I never went over the mechanics of him. He's a newborn because he was born a couple of sec a couple of seconds ago. Um, I guess minutes ago for this. Probably like thirty minutes at this point, maybe. Okay, so here's the here's the thing for thermodynamic miracle. You have to tell someone how they're exceptional or unique in a way that others aren't paying uh, that others overlook in order for you to use freak instead of mundane. Would, do you think that would be better or meet your maker? When you approach your creator or caretakers with a problem, tell them what obstacle you face or what you need to achieve, and they will offer you something that you need. So you can compliment them or ask them what they need. That's that's what you're saying. Well, one of them here says official and explicit backing. So like, obviously that would be like she listens to you and she's on your side, but you have to actually make the role as a thing. Right. Uh. Hmm. Do you think thermodynamic miracle would be a good idea? Uh, sure. We can fudge the rules a little bit here, and so you can use that instead. Wait. Would that not work? Uh. It, it, you can't really use it for comfort, but like I'm, I don't really care too too much about the. It says it says to comfort or support them. Oh yeah, it does. Yes, 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 yes. I was gonna say I don't want to stretch no rules. I already, <laughs> I already don't know how to play. I don't want to learn how to play wrong. I'm not that three year old at your party that jumps onto the Super Smash Brothers. It's like hey, although you, you literally basically are because you're a newborn. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Wait, no, isn't that what the Nova is for? <laughs> no, the Nova breaks <laughs> physical rules, like the laws of physics. I'm gonna roll thermophilosophic meandering. <laughs> and add your freak instead of your Monday. Oh yes. Yeah. The great thermophilosophy. I rolled an eight mm -hmm. and my freak is a plus two. Get your freak off. Get your freak off. Well, no, this is, this is basically your mom, so no. Oh. Uh, is she hot? No. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. This isn't Back to the Future. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yike. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I need an adult. I am an adult. So you clear one of her conditions because, uh, as opposed to other villains that I've written in here, she actually has conditions already on. <clears throat> if it isn't obvious, she's angry and afraid. Um, <clears throat> no, that's that's naked and afraid. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so close, dude. All right, so you give her a big old hug, and um, there's a little spark going off. You um, you kind of notice this, and she kind of, uh, and she starts to kind of like her um, her demeanor starts to change just, just ever so slightly. I I I, I talk to her. Why are you hurting these people? <laughs> they, they killed, they, they killed my dad, and <sighs> and then she she just kind of like stops for a second, and she's just like. <laughs> he used to come home every day after after doing whatever was do, doing do, just fighting and he would always tell us about everything he did but like <clears throat> people would people would cheer him on and it was great and all but like they didn't care about him they, he was just another one of the crowd just just another superhero but <laughs> he always had a smile on his face when he would come home uh, he was supposed to be the other day, and I just, 
I just, I couldn't stop seeing him smile. I just, <laughs> and, and as uh, you continue to kind of like hold on to her, she uh, kind of looks at you and she kind of like wipes the tears off of her face and gives you another hug back. Yay! The um, the moment that you guys are having this little uh, this little embrace, the uh, flower that you guys are standing on starts to kind of like shake a little bit and then a little bit more Ooh. and then a lot more and um you guys start to notice that the ground around you starts to fall the moment that the uh flower starts to fall down uh diana kind of just like puts her hands on the carnation floor underneath of you and she tries to move the uh plants uh, the the surface of the plant underneath her but she eh, nothing's happening She's, she, like, grabs onto the floor as it starts to collapse. And, uh, Bud, or Tulip, you're no longer uh, you're no longer uh, holding on to her. Uh, Allison, the, uh, ground around you also starts to shake around. And I, goddamn, I wrote this down twice. Uh, hey, uh, James, you're, you're absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to hear that, though. <laughs> Alright, so here's the situation. What do you guys do? You guys are about, I'm gonna just... Say this, you're probably like three, four, five stories up high. Allison, you need to make sure she doesn't fall. So is it is the plant is the ground like wilting or is it like falling over or what? Uh, no, it's like collapsing, almost like this. Um, like it almost started like what? Uh, it doesn't have any life in it anymore. Is what is happening? So yeah, I guess you could say it's wilting. And you said that. The way up had thorns. Yeah, the way up had uh, these uh, vines that are like covered in thorns. All right, so we can't <clears throat> fire both slide down. Shit, Should we look up how physics works? <laughs> I will say that the um, that the uh, petals of the uh, things start kind of like fly off. So I don't know. That could work. How big are the petals? You were standing on a giant flower the size of a ten by ten. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that the petals. <laughs> you're not though. Uh, <laughs> I'll say the petals are like good uh, 15 feet long. I mean, they were at the, from the base of the uh, of the actual uh, flower itself. So I'm gonna see if I can grab a few right. and uh, make a parachute. Exactly. I honestly, this is the, this is why I love creativity. I honestly thought you were gonna try to like jump off of the petals all the way down to the ground, but I love this answer so much more. <laughs> 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 just like, I, I'm still yelling at Allison. It's like you need to be ready to catch this because I'm not sure if this is going to work. But I'm gonna make sure everyone has uh, has some pedals. Are you throwing pedals to people? Well, no, that wouldn't work. They just oh. they'd be like throwing a sheet of paper. As he plucks, as James pluck one, I just say under my breath, "She likes me. She likes you not." <laughs> <laughs> About God, Allison is so sassy. What the fuck? We're just like frantically running around. Allison's you know, just like, I just, Allison's just like, I can fly. I'm fine. <laughs> See, if Allison ever said these things out loud, she'd just be Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tulip, what do you do? The uh, you start uh, the uh, ground around you also started to kind of shake, and you started falling off too. I guess I'm falling. Oh no. Uh. I mean, I guess you're a tough boy. That makes sense. I'll be fine. Trees fall. <laughs> Trees don't fall. I mean, they're not supposed to. Oh. As he's doing... Uh, okay. Can I, like, stretch my arms or something? No, wait, no. We talked about that. I can't stretch. We talked about it. You didn't choose that power. <laughs> no Mr. Groot Yes, I'm falling. I'll be a tough boy. Can I walk up to uh, Princess Diana 
as, you know, with I, I'll, I'll slowly walk up to her and see if she looks. Uh, she is falling off the giant flower, and you are walking on the air. Well, Did I manage I mean, to get everyone pedals in time, or it's just, just like, no? Well, no, I mean, while you were doing that, I was like, well, this whole thing is shaking, and while I see see the thing start collapsing under her, I, like, slowly approach her to see if she doesn't do anything. If she doesn't, then I'll quickly run up to her, hopefully get to her before she actually falls out. Well, as you walk up to her, you notice that she's kind of, like, has her hand on the, uh, she keeps on putting her hands onto the carnation and nothing's happening. But I, I really like the idea that, uh, that James had, like, very quickly just grabbed a pedal and, like, like handed it to her as she's falling. Because <laughs> you guys are all, like, in arms, uh, le- uh all, all, like, in arms reach of each other for the most part. Uh, you guys are falling, uh, off of the, uh, wilting carnation. Uh, James, you are you have jerry-rigged this kind of like uh, para- uh, parachute hang glider thing. Uh, Diana is kind of like struggling trying to make hers, but sh- she gets a good uh, uh, latch on it. Allison, you kind of just levitate down, and uh, two of you just like plop onto the ground and just hit the ground and you just go dunk. Oh, nice. <laughs> but you got a really, really thick like bark skin, so like I think you're good. If I'm close enough to, to Diana, it's just like, okay, I know you said you haven't done this before, but is he gonna be okay? I don't know. I've never really made anything before other than this is kind of like uh, I've only ever made small things before. This is the first time that something big has happened, and it's honestly really terrifying me. Uh, am I fine for clarity? Do I need, like... No, you're good. Uh, we already talked about how your powers worked. I thought so, because I, I got a big firm bark butt, but I just, I wanted to make sure. <laughs> how big is that butt? It's big. <laughs> you kind of notice that as you guys all approach the ground, the entire area around you, the roof starts to collapse. Chunks of, um, of now dying and decaying plant material start to land onto the ground. Every single time it hits something, you just you can just feel the earth shake around you. Um, James, you're fine. Um... (laughs) (laughs) It's podcast number five. James, you're fine. (laughs) Where we just talk about different times whenever James doesn't fall over. (laughs) What's your superhuman power? My my power is the ability to never fall over. (laughs) Wow, that's a really cool... Like, like, are you talking, like, metaphysically? Like, morally? No, I mean literally. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if I pushed you really hard... Weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. Yeah, so presumably I can stumble, but my balance is perfect, so I'll catch myself before I fall. What about if I pushed you while you were wearing inline skates? Exactly. He'll be fine. That's impressive. <laughs> That's a superpower! Yes, it is impressive! <laughs> literally made giant, like flower that covered the entire arboretum. But no, not tripping while being pushed in inline skates is the more impressive one. Hey, don't you diss on my mom. I'm not. I'm saying her power is more impressive. I mean, she'd probably fall if she was pushed in inline skates. (laughs) Scoreboard. Call it a draw, then. The place around you starts to crash down on the ground, and you notice that the, uh, area that's directly over the pavilion where you guys have brought in those civilians seems to start to kind of start to crumble. You guys kind of assume that you guys might have a small window of time to get those people out or at least do something about that, but you guys don't have a lot of time. I have an hourglass here, and I'm going to put it upside down. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need an hourglass. It's literally a recording time thing here. <laughs> 
Also, it was probably only a minute glass. Uh, we should probably run over there, though. Yeah, probably. Oh, should I take Mom off? She looks hurt. Uh, yeah, she she is hurting. But a lot of people might die if we don't run over there. Uh, I can carry one person, right? I don't know. I mean, do you want to carry Diana over there? Or what's going on? I don't know. I thought, like, I don't know. Let's go that way. Sick. Okay, so Starwipe, you guys are over there. We don't play my character. What is what does Allison do, David? Yeah, she walks over there. A Starwipe, we're over there. Uh, you guys make it to the pavilion, and you guys see the uh, rest of the people. Uh, Phil has figured uh, has gotten some people stitched together. The uh, people that were unconscious they start to wake up again. They seem to be doing just a little bit better than they were earlier, but they are just like they have just waken up. <laughs> just like running, yelling, "Hey, who can't move on their own?" <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> They're all just like, whoa, 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 what's going on, what's going on? And uh, the, some of them are just kind of like freaking out because they see that the uh, there's a kid there. He's just like, why, why is it shaking again? What's going on? There's things falling, and so there's rumbling. Uh, we're going to move to a another safe location. Everything will be fine. Does that comfort someone? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, nine plus one, a ten. Yeah. Nice. Ankle, you... You just told this kid that they'll be fine. You guys are uh, moving them out. So they, they, they see your kind of like aura of authority and they're just like, all right, yeah. Um, Phil kind of like holds up two people and he's just like, yeah, we're, we're going out. Hey, that uh, that ceiling starts to crumble down now. These guys are walking out just right outside the, just outside the splash zone for this. So this thing starts to come on down. And um, the pavilion uh, gets struck by this giant, I'm going to say, I want to say cabbage, but I don't think that would be a cabbage here. That doesn't make sense. A reddish. Uh, a turnip, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, giant turnip hits the, uh, that'll make sense later. This, Hello! <laughs> this, turnip, this turnip lands on this thing and creates a huge calamity. Um, <laughs> this is funny to two people and two people only. Uh, <laughs> I'm not one of them. <laughs> It'll all make sense later. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah, you guys dodged the bullet there. Or, I guess, dodged the turnip there. <laughs> it's gonna take yeah. a lot to fix. Yeah. Hey guys, what happened to that big thing? What big thing? Over there. I point in his general direction. Like, what? The tree thing? I, I don't know. Oh. Wait. Is the dome, the whole dome is collapsing? The whole dome is collapsing. Nice. The majority of it's gone, but it's still kind of like withering away. So we're good. We can just stand there and just wait for everything to fall apart. I just cre- I, I create a dome over ourselves to protect us from the falling debris and any other sky turnip or whatever it was. As everything kind of like fades out, you guys can hear off very very distance. You hear police sirens and then Diana just like jolts up for a second. Oh no. Am, am I going to jail? This isn't my fault. I didn't do this. This. No, you're you're fine. That you were under dis- duress. That none of this was your fault. I am. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, am your fault. <laughs> I get it. Oh, right. Uh, did we get the others out of the bathroom? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we turned to look at the bathroom. It's just crushed. <laughs> Oh. Uh, the bathroom is crushed, but you see the three of them just kind of, they have escaped. You can tell because they like leave marks everywhere and you just kinda of like as you guys approach the bathroom trying to find them, you just see them kinda of like scampering around, like biting at each other. Hey guys, what are you doing? And they kinda of like line up and they like look at Diana and uh she kinda of chuckles a little bit. 
and she's just like, you know, maybe I, maybe I didn't, I, I may have placed, put some feelings in places that I, I shouldn't have, blaming you guys for something that I had no control over, but. I mean, we were too slow. <laughs> we, we could have recognized signs that were right in front of us, and we didn't, and a lot of people died for it, and some people nearly died for it, and that's just the world we live in. It's not great, and that's a cat's tale. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Willow. You ruined my monologue. Where was I? <laughs> Life's not great, and that's a cat's tail. Put that on a poster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you were talking about your real-life cat, weren't you? Yes, I was! I thought this was a joke, a reference to something. Like, like, um, like a reference to like a movie or something. And a, like, that's a quote from a movie called Cat's Tail. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then you're like, Thanks, Willow. I'm like, Oh, Willow must have been one of the characters in said movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Willow just doesn't know personal space right now. Oh, Isn't that man. how cats are? Yeah, but she's more clingy than usual right now. But Tula, hi, hi. Uh, Diana like looks at you and she like pats your uh, carnation head, vine, vine head thing. She kind of looks at you. <laughs> so I I noticed you could talk. What's that's weird. Is it? Uh, the other three don't talk. Do you guys not talk? <laughs> Does that count? Uh, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play along with this. They don't hear. They don't understand. They just hear. And then you you bud here. What are you talking about? We can talk just fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the problem. <laughs> Man, we got left us stuck in that Valor thing, whatever that thing is, for a long time. I know. I didn't know what they were doing. I don't know. The water in there wasn't very clean either. It was dark too, man. That sucks. But look, there was some weird light in there, though. It's like a, like a, like a, not real light, but like it, it came out of this weird thing. It was just buzzing at us. It doesn't feel like the sun. It feels like a fake sun. There's no such thing as a fake sun. You need to go in the bathroom to see what the fake sun is. <laughs> it's hey long. It's weird. <laughs> hey, what? Is, do you know what they're talking about? What are you talking about? No, not you. I'm asking them. What? There's the fake sun. What? <laughs> that would be a light bulb. From the perspective, this is gonna be some weird Inception levels. I think, from the perspective of these uh, other Mandrakes, they look at, up at James and they hear James go, "A light bulb is a uh, wait, what's it a fluorescent or incandescent light bulb? Incandescent. I, I don't well, know the difference. They, they actually, uh, they, I, I assume that they actually saw fluorescent like tubing. <laughs> uh, but uh, Diana uh, actually kind of like holds you back up. And it's weird because, like, you're really, really heavy, but for some reason she kind of, like, lifts you up with, like, almost no problem whatsoever. Uh, James, you actually see this happening, and James's reaction is just like, how the fuck is she doing this? Because he was on your back, and he was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just, like, like kind of, like, assuming that she either has super strength or, like, she can just pick up her plants. It's mom look. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, it's gonna about, uh, it's about to get a little bit weird. Um... Like how parents lift up cars whenever their baby gets locked up under them? <laughs> Are you talking purple underwear, Calvin, weird? Uh, no, 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 no. Not that kind of weird. That's not how I roll. But as she holds you up, you don't really have actually, uh, actual eyes proper, per se. Right. But, uh, you, we're seeing this from your perspective. We kind of see into your into your eyes and we see into diana's eyes and she starts smiling at you and she just kind of like laughs a little bit we now see this from your perspective again 
and we kind of flash back a moment. Uh, we see Diana smile, and we see her getting younger and younger and younger, and she's uh, eight years old now, and she is just ecstatic, and she is asking you a couple of questions, and she's just like just chattering up a storm you know like how little kids do yeah and in this this is from all from tulip's perspective you now hear it's weird because you have memories now and you start spouting out stuff you can't really quite tell exactly what you're saying because you're just amazed that you're saying stuff <laughs> and you start to re you start to actually pay attention to some of the stuff you're saying you you made a giant like vegetable scorpion thing and you brought down this giant uh this giant gorilla man you uh, you actually talked to trees, and you found out where Bigfoot lived, and you had some beer with them. Uh, Neat. Tulip, you're watching this unfold before you, and you start to realize you can play guitar. We start to flash forward a little bit, and we see something weird going on. You're in a, you're, you see a bunch of people around you, and they're all dressed up like it's fucking Halloween. They're all kind of like in a room and you start to realize man this isn't this isn't as fun as you thought it was there it's really boring everybody's just kind of just talking everybody's a little disappointed and you start to recognize the figures um your good old pal he's not really your best friend more of an acquaintance card spouts just kind of like fiddling around with a deck of playing cards you see um shriek and current they're uh two other heroes that you know the uh sound and lightning based characters uh they are just kind of like sitting across from you uh they're kind of a little peeved off but you kind of see them just like talking to each other kind of ignoring what's going on you see them holding hands um and this other guy is just kind of like walking up to you and he's just asking questions and stuff and for a split second you feel in this memory a crash and the area around you you know you can't leave you don't know what's going on, but you you don't sense any life in the traditional sense. You normally have this, like, innate feeling to feel people's life, but now you feel less of it, and even less of it. And in the blink of an eye, you see from the ceiling above you, uh, pierces a, uh, a white mass of uh, goo just piercing through the ceiling, and it starts to stab people. You see it stab your friend Shriek in the leg, and it repulses itself off of her. It stabs a card spout and shakes him about, killing him instantly. You stand your ground and extend your hand out, slamming it with your arm, but it does nothing. The moment that you touch this creature, your hand turns back to normal, and you realize that you can't feel anyone anymore. This thing starts to approach you, and you instantly just feel something piercing through your lung, and you feel blood start to fill up your lungs, and you start to suffocate on, your, not on yourself. You see the world around you start to fade away, and you see white and then red. That's not the last thing you saw. The last thing you saw was Diana. And you just start to cry and you realize that you promised her that you would be home today. But you can't. And you have this innate connection to the world around you and you don't really know what to do. But you feel like you're predisposed to make, to fulfill a promise. To bring joy to someone. To remind someone that you love them. And... The very last thing you remember is you had the choice to go on or come back and see Diana one last time. And she's standing right in front of you. There's like sap coming out of your eyes and she kind of sees it and she's just like, Hey, Tulip, what's wrong? I'm sorry I never came home. Oh, well, what do you mean you never came home? I didn't know it was going to happen. What do you, what do you, she just kind of like sulks for a moment, like her her smile kind of instantly turns into a frown she's like what do you mean you didn't know what was going to happen and then like two and two kind of click together for her mm -hmm. and she's just kind of like dad uh 
And she just like holds on to you and there's no words coming out of her. She just kind of like holds on there for a second. And uh, Allison and James, you're watching this and this is weird. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I turn to James and ask, what do you call someone that she just gave birth to a father? What is that? Her son? I don't don't know. Um, It's called Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I know people from Alabama. (laughs) I hope they don't listen to this. Well, it's a joke. I love how you're like, she gave birth to him. I'm like, I made it explicitly clear that he was reincarnated. Yeah, like, no birthing occurred here. I existed. (laughs) Well, presumably, like, piercing the veil here for a second, um, her minions kind of have this, like, dumb, limited intelligence, like the, obviously, like, the ones that were stuck in the bathroom. Uh, Tulip had a little bit more of a higher intelligence compared to them, so that was kind of like a leeway into, like, oh, this makes sense. Of course he'd be smarter than them. I'm a smart boy. I mean, you're still subject to some of the intelligence of your new husk, but yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) What's a husk? I'm gonna just say that that kind of cuts off there because I really don't want to deal with the uh, police stuff again. That's always weird in this context. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I assume that we can, like, several people can vouch for her. Nah, as soon as the cops come in, I turn her in. <laughs> <laughs> Lawful good asshole. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Where do they even put you in jail? Like, what would they do with a plant person? <laughs> uh, they put them like somewhere that's not nicely fertilized, and they do like <laughs> sewer water is what they give them. <laughs> uh, and oh no! They do nothing but the red light bulbs that they put like for like developing photos. <laughs> no. They just put that in there. There you go. I don't like that idea. I'm a good this boy. Is prison do, for you. do you need an exotic <laughs> pet license? To, to keep the the three other ones that aren't sentient. And I think for, like... Man, this is some weird legal context here. Um, <laughs> Family situations can be super weird. Do they still get to collect life insurance? <laughs> I think Tulip at this point might not have to, like... I mean, like, I assume that you would still collect life insurance because technically you did die. <laughs> People don't have to know it's me. They have to go get a real job. I'm so sorry for throwing you into this like this. I kind of just started going at it when I was writing stuff down. I'm like, man, this is going to be really fun. No, I like that <laughs> idea. I'm glad I didn't know what was going on. I just, I was, I was more worried that like my complete cluelessness in real life would be bad. But my character's so clueless anyway, it was probably fine. <laughs> I mean, I kind of tailor-made the story and character so that it would make sense because I kind of had a good idea of how it was going to go on your end. Thanks, man. Uh, which, I mean, this kind of helped because we were talking about this a lot the other day, so. I was there. Yes. Yes, yes, we were. I would hope you were there for that conversation that I had with only you. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna really want to bog you down with too much for right now, but um, I would like for, like, whenever we have guests and stuff, that they still affect the overarching narrative for, like, the other characters. Yeah. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit about influence. Just for this. What was your favorite part? So, is he now an adult and therefore automatically gains influence? Uh, well, no. He, since he's a... Uh, actually, so since he's a new team member, he uh, he automatically gets influence from both of you. Or no. 
He, yeah, he automatically gets influence from both of you, and then he can now assign influence to y'all, from what I remember reading. Because it's like it's like if he was added as a new member of the team. Uh, I haven't read that part of the rule book. I influence you to bite yourself. <laughs> I roll to resist someone's influence. Oh. <laughs> um, I would treat him as not an adult, just considering he still has like the mentality of the body that he still inhabits, and just like off memories from like it's just like to understand who he is really for influence you just basically kind of like man I, I know we fucked this up the very first time we did this you you basically say somebody who has influence over you am i correct with that paul right, is he giving or out influence somebody, i mean i would like for him to affect everybody if you give out influence they gain influence over you mm. if he's getting influence he would take Take influence or something? I forget the exact wording. You you take influence over them. Well, I don't want to tell him what to do, but since he just started playing for the first time today, I think growing into, into your own image of yourself makes sense for him. Because he literally just found out who he was. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. James and Allison, I don't know how this made you guys feel, uh, considering you guys kind of understood a little bit of the context of your last session, basically, from the perspective of an outside person. So how does that make you guys feel about your team dynamic? You were just called. You were called out for not being good enough. So I, that was rough. But like, it's true. If we had saw the signs faster, we could have stopped some deaths. But also, notably in this session specifically, I, don't know, I felt like we worked more as a team than usual. Yay, teamwork! What does uh, Allison have to say about that? Based off the words the Annette said, that didn't affect it one bit. Oh, I'm you not are trying told. to be rude. I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> But it's, it's, she, Allison herself realizes that she can't be everywhere at once and she can't save everyone, but she's going to try her damn hardest to do so. And she understands that, yes, heroes were killed, but they're heroes. They were, they're able to fight themselves. So it's not like a civilian died. If she, um, she understands that. One, they're heroes. They're meant to put their lives on the line to save people. They're doing their job. Like any other person that we consider a hero in real life. They put their lives on the line. So, yeah. It sucks that they died, but she's not taking the blame herself. It's like, it, it wasn't my fault. I tried everything I can the same way they tried in the building to save each other. We we all tried. So oh, yeah. Uh, quick question: when, when she said we were talking to that monster, did she mean we talked to the Null, or was she talking about Gremlin? <laughs> she was talking about the Wisp. Oh, she was talking about Gethion, the AI that was kind of like floating around there, and it talked a very long time with y'all. Ah. <laughs> um, there's my half-ass way of saying you guys ta talked a long amount of time with that thing. <laughs> I was in the building for most of that. For most of that, but. No, James was in the building for most of that, but she saw Shadow and she recognized that and was like, "Oh yes, Ankeli was with her. What the fuck was the Ankeli doing?" It's basically she didn't see you, but she kind of assumed that you were not really. I was doing looking a lot. at those people who got stabbed <laughs> that you described. <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, Allison's picking growing closer to the team, also, or no? I mean, yeah. If we're going based off of today's situ uh, today's occurrence, thing, yeah, she was she was surprised that we were able to. Uh, easily take care of this together because she didn't think she well, she probably would have not been able to do this by herself hey joseph did you have fun today because this is a really different thing for you i i noticed 
by my immense cluelessness. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, this is very different for you because you're a very uh, bohemian kind of person, uh, no, 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 no. a renaissance man. Uh, Don't call me in, that. Like, I will. I will still continue to call you that. Uh, like, you kind of dabble around in like different like types of art, and I feel like this is the first time you've gotten into this actual play podcast kind of thing. Also, yeah. you have a podcast. Like you have three episodes. We've never really discussed that. We should have said this in the beginning. I'll be sure to put it in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, yeah, it's a music podcast. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I've played D and D for like three or four sessions before. But also in that game, I play as a penguin. So, like, I don't really understand most of the rules. I'm just like, I do a little tap dance for charisma. So, this is very unlike anything that I've done before. But it was super fun. And I really like you guys. And I hope that I didn't detract too much from what you were trying to do. No, absolutely not. I feel like your character kind of, like, fit that dynamic for what they were going for anyways. Yeah, because I'm cute. Yeah, I mean, like, you were an outside character who, like, kind of just ended up in the situation, but you kind of realized that you're kind of, you kind of were accidentally made. Yeah. Uh, even in the context of the universe, you were accidentally made. Aren't we all? You, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's our, what, seventh podcast, seventh podcast, accidentally made, where we talk about the weird places people were conceived. No, whoa, oh, no. whoa, whoa, what is this? <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with that. My daughter was grieving over my loss, and that's how I was uh, how I was born as a reincarnated son. <laughs> but not a fake son. That's spelled differently. <laughs> I'm ending the show right now. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you.